0: Well, welcome to um, Two Tokens podcast. My name is Johnny Fry um, and I'm CEO of a company called Team Blockchain. And we write a weekly letter and have been so blimey, Alex, how long have we been writing this? About five, nearly six years looking at how, where, why and who are using digital assets and using um, blockchain technology. Um, Alex, I know I've known you for a while, but could you just give us a quick intro as to um, who you are? I know you come from Holland and very, very tall. Can you just say a little bit about yourself and just introduce two tokens? Well, thank
1: you, Johnny, for having me here. And um, great to do a podcast again, as always. You know, um, I think you and I, we met, we first met uh, in 2016 during the the wild, wild west of ICOs. <laughs> if <you> ICOs. Recall. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Not yeah. the information commission officer, is it?
1: No, 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 no. It was uh, more fun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Um, um, but no to be um to be to answer your question I've been in the digitization since 1980 you know uh, always been in data security and data Communications banking and what have you and since 2014 in blockchain uh, and uh, for the better part of uh of that period it's almost 10 years isn't it yeah it's um yeah. we 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 started looking not so much at the technology which is nice it's important but more how do you use it how do you get adoption yeah and in different industries and you being from the fintech from the financials and digital asset industry um that's how we uh, teamed up in 2016 with the blockchain ecosystem network later on the crypto economy world
0: tour um yeah that's how that oh, all came and, to and be, two, and two tokens. So you, you've two tokens is a fascinating sort of organisation because it's part EU funded, but rather than just talking about it, you've actually got involved in a number of very interesting um, projects with um, all sorts of organisations, banks. You know, the Port of Rotterdam, um, a solar a solar and renewable energy business in Australia. So a lot of different things, and you've been proving how the digitization of of paperwork of documentation of even solar energy actually proving that digitization is not just about it's certainly not just about cryptocurrency and it's not just about digitizing bonds or equities or or, or funds is it
1: well if the narrative among us techies is um uh that, that's the easy part right the narrative for techies on blockchain is you know what kind of mainnet uh what kind of token what kind of crypto and what have you that's all nice and all i think that's too maybe if we're lucky five percent of world population got that um if we're looking at how do we apply this to different industries we need to change our narrative then we need to also inform people who are not nerds who are not techie and they need to see the value of what we're doing and digitization is more than blockchain. It's more than AI. It's more than tokenization. It's the sum of all things. It's a multi-disciplinary uh, um, uh, approach that we that we follow. And so, in uh, all those, and that's how two tokens uh, came to be. In uh, in all those years that we worked together prior to 2020, it was always, uh, and even in those days, uh, uh, you know, yes, you have a blockchain, which is the hardware and, and the software, but what is the underlying business that supports this? You know, what is the, your token taxonomy? What is the legal and regulatory requirements? How are you going to make money? Is it different ways? Of, and so, yes, technology, still very important, but technology is makeable, right? What is not makeable is how people work and how people interact and how laws are formed. Right. And, but, and that applies to all different types of industries of course digital asset fintech happens to be the early adopter the, f- the first one to be uh, to be changed but every industry in the end is going to uh, have to believe in digitization and we call that the token economy hence the word two tokens you know if there are two tokens you know uh, you know how do you interest how do you exchange value between another how do you uh, what what is
0: value anyways? How you know what is the meaning of value? What is the meaning of money? Ah, and well, that was what... two tokens, was because you lost your first token. So you've now got two tokens. The, two tokens, exactly. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well yeah, Alex, yeah. The, the, the reason I've asked you to come on the show today is is to talk about you've been selected by um you know by, by, by the government in, in Holland to look at stable coins. Can you give us a bit of background to that? Because it was quite a bit of fierce competition you've seen... Teamed up with some pretty impressive people as part of this new project.
1: Well, um, of course, this um, this today, is September sixth, the the press release of the European Commission is out. Um, it was actually not the, the Dutch government that was the European Commission set out um, um, and asked for uh, applications to come into a regulatory blockchain sandbox. And out of hundreds of applications, I don't know how many, twenty were selected, and mm-hmm. we we are one of them uh, because Two Tokens has a consortium of banks and uh, digital assets companies. You know, uh, named ABN Emerald, Rabobank, and Asset Blocks, uh, and this is a real business case. And we wanted to uh, uh, we, that, that's the one that we put in for 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 for, for the project.
0: And yeah, we have been selected. Well, and you've been selected to look at um, what, how to establish, and what were the ideal characteristics? What for for a uh, what a euro back stablecoin, presumably? So the 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 the
1: two tokens is the. The leader in this project, and uh, two tokens in everything we do. We are independent and neutral, and everything that we publish is for the public good and for the public domain. And in this case, we have three industries uh, who are, and uh, the business case is asset blocks, and uh, and asset blocks a, a use case provides the possibility to invest in. Uh, the tracking of stock of SPVs that represent renewable energy sources like wind, solar, and battery parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, this is comp- for, you know this is uh, uh, you know a tokenized this uh, this proof of investment, and and that is represented as a non-fungible token, and the issue is a security under Method Two, so all regulated, right? So nothing wrong, nothing strange there. Uh, customers can go to a portal. They uh, they do the KYC, and they can buy uh, and invest in these assets uh, using euros, right? Um, and dividends uh, are also paid in euros, regular fiat currency. So payments for both purchase or sale of the of the NFTs in this case, yeah, and the distribution of dividends or done in euros and so it it is the wish of this business case of this owner asset blocks and the underlying banks to not only do these payments uh, in uh and the distribution of dividends not only do that in fiat currency in euros uh, but also do this using a stable coin and that is uh that is the the the, what the business case is and that's the whole project in this, uh, uh, and, you know, you can find the, the one-pager of this business case on the website of the European Commission, and the, the press release uh, went out today, and uh, among with the other uh, 19 projects, but uh, the, the, what uh, we are going to look at, and we have a whole series of questions and, and, and process flows, is uh, you know what? What do the regulators think of all this? So we will be working with the Dutch regulators and central banks. We have asked German regulators, Bafin, French, and the several regulators in Europe, who uh, will be working uh, alongside with us and give us advice and look into this 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 case. Uh, and what
0: sort of time so, scale? Are you talking
1: about, um Alex. The, so the project, um, you know, the the whole alignment and and the, the you know the and everything started i think in q1 and for q3 and q4 we're going to have several uh, sessions and uh, and we will you know in the end uh, i think it's going to be uh, finished at, what, uh, by like to... christmas yeah by oh, christmas year.
0: okay beginning, and obviously, yeah, year, yeah. interesting to see avian amro i know we've got a number of um, you know mutual friends at avian amro um that they have issued um debt instruments using blockchain technology um, and it's taken a while to get it off the ground, but they've, they've done it successfully. So they've obviously got expertise in this area um, and obviously being a major Dutch bank, um, along with Rabobank. Um, interesting you've got these, these banks involved because this is a, it's potentially an alternative form of payment. It doesn't necessarily mean cash is going, but it means if, if institutions are move and uh, make payments faster and cheaper and less risky, then they're going to want to be, looking to explore this technology presumably
1: yeah the way the business case works now is as the blocks does this with fiat currency and uh, which means you have to go in and out of uh, uh, the, the system which creates extra friction right and uh, if the banks the banks are involved here because they would be the wallet they would you know be helping with the wallets and the trust and what have you mm-hmm. uh, but by uh, adding the possibility to pay in stablecoin you remove friction and you make it easier um, uh, you know uh, to uh, to transfer value uh, between asset blocks and and uh, and the customers yeah well and, if- and, and mind you, you know, this is within the whole EU sepa region you know so the European Union so you know as well as I do you know tokens don't know borders right so payments are cross-border and technically tokens stay within the system but the recipient, could indeed be abroad and then and in that sense it, it, it's cross-border yes right? so yep. that's that's what makes this very interesting and of course you know you and i we've been pushing for this and in the beginning in 2015-16 there was a lot of promise and a lot of you mm-hmm. know uh, a lot of projects out there just to, to try and test and experimentation but we're way beyond that you know in terms of technical ready levels I, I well, think, Alex, that's, you know- that's
0: what I wanted to touch on, a couple of examples, because um, I think it's super fascinating what you're doing here with a stable coin, because as we see the digitalization of income producing assets. Um, so, f- for example, if you've got a, you know bonds or if you've got shares or you've got real estate or you've got funds, all of those um, or many of those produce a regular income. And a lot of those historically have only paid that income on a six monthly basis. But as you start to see the underlying assets get digitized, there's no reason why you won't start seeing income being paid on a monthly basis or or maybe even even, uh, you know, more frequently than that. And with paying it on digitally in a digital format, um, you can start making micropayments, um, you know, for for holders of that investment. But it it's not just the EU that are looking at this. Um, as Alex has said, you know, today we're recording this on the um 1st of September. And what's actually happened yesterday was SWIFT, which is the global messaging system, um, have announced that um, they've come out with a um, basically saying, look, we have a platform um, that can handle and we've already been um, trialing it with a variety of blockchains and moving different forms of digital assets um, around the marketplace. Um, A couple of months ago, back in June, we saw MasterCard coming out with their multi-token network and we understand there's more news coming out from mastercard um as a payment facilitator and they're looking very closely at, at, at tokens and, and what can actually happen so and then and then finally there was some fascinating reading that we're looking at actually only only yesterday afternoon from the bank of international settlement and they were looking at the impact of asset back lending um so, so this is you know lending or giving lines of credit for um to a business secured by some sort of collateral maybe Inventory equipment, accounts receivable, you know, balance sheet assets. And according to the Bank of International Settlement, um, some work been going on in China. They claim that actually um, using blockchain technology, they're able to reduce the cost of asset back by 25 basis points. And so here we have a number of institutions in a number of jurisdictions all coming to the same conclusion. But the missing piece is a properly secured mechanism to make digital payments i know we've got circle i know we've got tether um you know and that you know they've got billions um both in terms of under management but they're also making the owners a lot of money so it'll be nice to see a stable coin that pays you know the holders um, a little bit of interest it'd be nice to have the stable coin have an audit wouldn't it Alex?
1: you're more of a digital asset and payment uh specialist than i am you know um, but l- l- let's just look at this right because Digital money has been around, you know, we can argue about this for a while. And whether you have a digital euro or a stable coin, we could have that discussion while. But mm-hmm. the, 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 the question, of course, um, is, of course, what's the meaning of money and what's the meaning of payment, right? Uh, but so, and, and to be fair, if I buy a bond, I don't need a euro stable coin right? or digital. You know, I can do that with fiat currency yes. works very well. Yep. Uh, but if we get into digital infrastructure, such as uh, you know, digital uh, uh, solar panels, digitizing solar panels or wind energy, if you if you get into the use cases of uh, paying per kilowatt hour, yep. then you would like we then we need another type of payment infrastructure, and uh, and that's why uh, in this particular case with the effort blocks uh you know uh, a, a euro stable coin might land itself very well to that so and it's a way you know the, the asset box are doing it with fiat currency but it would work even better if they had euro stable coin got it and, and that's the, and that's the plan and, and that's why we, uh, we 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 entered this uh, we submitted this this this, this use, case, use case to to the uh, european blockchain sandbox
0: great well, look, Alex. Thank you very much for coming um on on the Digital Show today, and really interesting to see um you know that two tokens. You know, I know you've had a number of success stories, as I said, in a variety of different industries. But great to see that you've been selected by European government to um, look into the stablecoin, and I'm really pleased that you hope to get some tangible results before the end of the year. So, um, if we can, I'd love to get you back on, and we'll get an update as to how things have gone, and I'm sure there'll be lessons learned. So it'd be great if you could share that experience with us or, um, you know, one of your colleagues later in the year.
1: Absolutely. Stay tuned on uh, for sure, Johnny, when we have you back in our masterclass for you know the second stream this year. You know, this is certainly some, something we're going to be addressing. Yeah. So you can be yes, sure. So of that's that. a really
0: good yeah. point. Can you just give a very quick, so I know we're getting tight time, but can you just give a quick overview of the masterclasses that Two Tokens have been running, um, who they're aimed for and, and what, what do they basically cover? So master classes are given by
1: masters, first of all, and and we target uh, the audience that we target are professionals, whether they're barristers or you know legal or financial, who want to get upskilled, if you will, in the world of uh, decentralized financing and tokenization. And what we cover in five six uh, afternoon sessions is uh, all the basics of, of of, uh, of course, the technology, you know, we can't stay away from that. So we have to talk about smart contracts and may, and uh, that, you know, that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, but first and foremost, you know, we talk about value engineering. Actually, we call it token value engineering. What does your business model look like? What kind of value are you transferring? Mm-hmm. Before you can even think about structuring a token, right? Mm-hmm. And all So all those sessions are given by professors and masters in the industry. And we, uh, we like to uh, do it in small classes with 25, 30 people where people come together and they bring in their own um, uh, use case as well, right? Whether you are in, in the energy industry or in finance or maybe you're in
0: agriculture. Uh, or or and, telecoms. you had NTT there. Um, last, yeah, last have
1: yeah absolutely uh, we had NTT we have banks and and um yeah so we think it's important that we that we educate the leaders of tomorrow's businesses on token taxonomy and the token economy right and, that's what and, we and, do.
0: and very much uh, there's something I know you've been passionate on this is not designed for geeks this is designed um to actually explain the commercial application of the technology in digitization so very practical with lots of case studies um, that people can then hopefully then take back into their own companies and practices and and, and start employing. That's a good uh, point you're making because a lot of
1: people. Of it's uh, a good our generation. Point I made Alex. Forget uh, you, this. Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, no, no. But but a lot of people, our generation, you know, who've been in digitization for thirty years, uh, you know, are afraid to admit that sometimes it's uh, it's complex and it is complex, and we should yep. embrace this complexity. And so rather than going into the geekiness and the nerdiness, you know, we go into how do we apply this to your business? Yeah. You know, what law should we abide to? You know, what's the business that you know, that's underlying? And that's, that makes it very interesting. It's a different narrative and we right. should all be starting to sing that song. And that's yeah. what we do.
0: All right. Well, before you burst into hurdy gurdy songs, um, I think we just one final thing, how do they, how do listeners get more information about what you're talking about? It's, Two tokens.org, uh, Alex Bous, Bausch, B A U S C H, on LinkedIn. They're the, they're the best place, aren't they, Alex? Two tokens.org. Yes, that's where we are.
1: And Super. we are non for profits. So, you know, you can all join in what we're doing.
0: Lovely. All right, Alex, thank you very much for coming on today. And we'll look forward to getting an update on the Euro stablecoin project you've been talking about and also um, more information on the masterclasses um, later on this year. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny.